Hey everybody, welcome to Craig Gauss, the show where we are gals talking about Craig's. My name is Carolyn DeRosa. I'm a third year film major here at Penn State University, minoring in English and music technology. And I'm joined by my co-host, Macy Grove. Hey everybody. Hi Macy Grove. Hey. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. My name is Macy. Um, I am a second year uh, ag business management major Ooh. with minors in horticulture and international agriculture. Major slay. Slay. We have a fun episode planned today. I'm excited. We do. We do. What is our spontaneous fun fact for the day, Macy? So, Carolyn and I just finished the first season of <laughs> The Last of Us. Ooh. How how many stars would you rate it out of 10? Oh my gosh. It was really good. <laughs> I loved it. Um, Definitely one of the better shows I've seen. Mm-hmm. Just because it wasn't... I mean, it was great and I thought it was amazing, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like, oh my god, this is... Oh like, yeah, top tier. Yeah, like so maybe like nine out of ten. Nine, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good answer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you rate it? Uh, I give it a ten, but that's yeah. also because I have a very strong emotional like connection to the video game. Uh, yeah, you played the and, video game. Yeah, and that you, would make sense. Yeah, and I was like, it was really interesting watching someone who's never played the game before like mm-hmm. watch the show and learning like like because you also like did not know a thing about the last of us no no yeah. i had questions mm-hmm. i did have questions you yeah. did have a lot of questions mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyways so today we are gonna see who can make the best clicker noise because <laughs> the zombies when you get infected i guess they're not actually zombies well, but yeah when you n- get infected you grow a fungus yes blah blah, blah it takes over your brain mm-hmm. Um and they make th- these sounds. Correct. Not all of them. Not all of them. No. So oh, clickers. Them. No. 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 So not every infected is a clicker. A clicker is generally a um type of infected that's been infected for a very long time. Oh, okay. So there's like in the oh sorry I just knocked the microphone. Um in the game there's there's like a couple different types of infected. There's like the main one like the runners like those are like the ones that'll like are still like fresh fresher like mm-hmm. they, they've probably been around for like maybe like like less than a year um maybe more okay and then the second stage is like the stalkers so they're starting to lose their sight of their sight mm-hmm. um and they're starting to grow kind of more of that fungal part like in their like head. in their head yeah mm-hmm. and then eventually because the fungus will continue to grow in your brain it does it basically pushes your eyes out of the socket so you become blind which is why Ew. <laughs> which is why the clickers evolved to use echolocation by using like the clicks uh, so they can't see anything they're blind i see um and they use the clicks to be able to hear that's why their their hearing is very sensitive and then and then it progresses more and more mm-hmm. i did notice that their hearing was like elevated yeah like people mm-hmm. if they made noise all of yeah. a sudden the, the clicker was like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah all right. You want to go first? Do I want to go? Do, or do you want to go first? You can go first. <laughs> I want to go first. <laughs> I need a matchup. JJ, do you want to go first? JJ's pretty good at this. JJ's pretty. JJ's very good at this. Get over here, JJ. Am I making the clicker noise or the pterodactyl noise? It just do your best impression of a clicker. So a clicker can make both noises. straining yourself he, yeah they're like straining straining jesus <laughs> that was actually really impressive, that was though. really good we're about to get a hard by hbo bro. yeah <laughs> i i can't make the clicking sound but i can't i mean i can like that's not even close but like yeah i can make the pterodactyl sound yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah. do them really well like <laughs> you do them really well like i i do like the pterodactyl noise but like i'm like 
I, I very clearly sound like a human doing it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, those are our impressions. Hopefully it was good enough. Hopefully it was good. <laughs> Craig Mason. <laughs> what? Please. The oh. director. Oh. <laughs> Hire me. No, no Druckmann? Hey. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> yeah, JJ's doing more. Yeah, JJ's like, in the background like... <laughs> I was I was talking with Macy about this earlier, but like the clicking noise is not necessarily a tongue thing. It's a throat thing, mm-hmm. which I like, cannot do. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. But... <laughs> no. This is just like... This is like this ASMR is, yeah, clicker. I was just say that. <laughs> this is like sensory, sensory overload. overload. <laughs> yeah. But All right. Do we want to move on for to the news for today? We yes, okay. yes we shall. Okay. Let's move on. What do we have for news today, Macy? Today we're talking about the world's longest climb. Wow. Yay. <laughs> so tell us about the the world's longest climb. Okay. So this happened fairly recently, like a couple of years ago. It was mm-hmm. climbed for the second time. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Basically, the article starts out, um, one of the world's longest climbs gets its second ascent October 2021. Oh, okay. I mm-hmm. see. Which I guess is not, I mean, not recent news, but this is very interesting news and I didn't know about it. So yeah. I'm happy to be talking about it because mm-hmm. um, I think it's super cool. And you, you texted me immediately and was like, we need to do this. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I saw this article mm-hmm. and I was like, we we are climbing this. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> the second we learn to multi-pitch, it's Immediately. over. 36 hours in the Shawnangunks, mm-hmm. which is like, what, five hours away from this? Mm-hmm. From us? In New York. In New York. It's four hours away from me when I'm in Easton. Like, like come on now. Come on now. <laughs> so it was climbed one other time by locals... <laughs> Ken Nichols and Dave Rosenstein in 1987. Um, basically, what they would do is they would climb um, all day, and then they would climb down, sleep at home, and then continue climbing. Oh, yeah. So they actually oh, because it's a traverse, right? It is a traverse. Yeah, that's why it's so long. Yeah, it just keeps going. But um, they actually so they completed it over the course of several weekends. Um. And because of this, they left a very detailed pitch by pitch description. Oh, which is really okay. cool. Yeah, because usually, like, especially for, I know, like, guidebooks are kind of like starting to become. There's now like a a, a controversial kind of like subject going around of like mm-hmm. what is better, a guidebook or something like Mountain Project. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I Anyways, see that. continue. So it was sixty-seven pitches long. Woo insane mm-hmm. um and the grade remains open to interpretation but it is somewhere between a 5.9 and a 5.10 in most parts in some parts okay. it is harder mm-hmm. um but the climb itself is called the great wall of china mm-hmm. it's a 9000 foot route Jesus. that traverses the whole traps cliff band at the shannon gunks in new york mm-hmm. yeah um and it took everybody kind of by surprise because when these climbers climbed it next, you know, they were expect- expecting like Gunk's locals, natives to climb it. Yeah. Um, but it was actually Colorado climbers um, who came in and climbed it. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not surprised, though. Oh, I'm not surprised either. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was interesting. They were actually from the University of Colorado. Oh, wow. Or, or one of them was. Like CU Boulder? University of Colorado. Um, I or guess. just University yeah. of Colorado. Just UC. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Like, 
which think, one no there's know a which couple one, yeah. there's a couple it's like yeah. penn state how they have like several campuses i guess i think it's a little bit different though because okay. there's like east colorado university then they see you boulder then there's like colorado state university. Yeah. yeah or whatever yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah either way i the article did say that they were from university of colorado okay um and actually so i'm really interested in this but there is mm-hmm. a documentary of their ascent what is it called um it doesn't say or is it going to be like in a real rock tour Oh, I don't know. I don't oh, know. It just says, okay. um, if you want to go to the article, um, Carolyn, you could do that now, but we'll have it, you know, we'll have it linked and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, it says that there's a documentary of their ascent. Nice. Um, which is pretty interesting. But it was climbed by Drew Herter and Ben Wilbur. Mm-hmm. I, I was slightly confused in the article because before they named these people, Drew Herter and Ben Wilbur. Yeah. They, they, there were some like capitalization issues and comma issues. Okay in the article itself and mm-hmm. i know like choss is like yeah when it's like dirty mm-hmm. but they it said it said this is what it said word for word choss wranglers oh choss wranglers oh i get it choss wranglers oh my god name. no it's not a name no no choss wranglers like the like choss wranglers yeah like, like Drew and Ben wrangled the choss. Correct. Okay. That's the title probably. Yeah. 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 Okay. That makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> we are smart. <laughs> I couldn't understand the article. <laughs> no, it's okay. Because choss was lowercase. Wranglers oh, was uppercase. uppercase. And then there was no comma between Wranglers and Drew. Oh. So I was like, who is climbing this? Yes. <laughs> but anyways, so there you go. But um... So just to give you guys a bit more detail on this, they touched two or three holds on every route while traversing through the rough terrain, Damn. which is really cool. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like you don't even, I, I, I've never been to the Sean and Gunks before, but mm-hmm. like I've also never been to like a really like big wall before. No. And I just, I don't think my brain can conceptualize that much rock in one <laughs> area. You know, what I'm t- yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. So it ended up, being two miles that they climbed in 36 hours i'm so wild <laughs> i want to go climb like i say that like i'm shaking my head but then mm-hmm. like immediately i'm like i'm gonna climb that thing <laughs> yeah oh, i want to go climb that thing yeah rent me a portal edge and here we're we go. on here we go <laughs> indeed yeah so they did it in like <clears throat> under two days yeah um again longest continuous route ever climbed so they didn't they didn't stop mm-hmm. um they so they use this terminology. It's simul climbed, so oh, simul- simultaneously yeah, climbed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they took minimal gear. They spread the gear out as they went. Yep. They um actually ran out multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would use things called um U- a UFO, which is a type of knot. Yep. As an anchor, and they would also use monkey fists, which is um. I feel like I've heard of that before. Yeah. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. JJ's doing a, JJ's a motion doing right motion, now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a, um, cord on a sling, basically yep. a knot on a cord on a yep, sling. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and these two novelty items actually helped them dramatically. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, like one of the reasons they got through this climb. Mm-hmm. So, um, they also crossed a lot of party, other parties on their way. Mm-hmm. So they had to kind of go, like under and around people pretty much i mean like, <laughs> yeah. I, that's what i would expect yeah yeah and generally they were 15 to 50 feet off the ground 15 
15 to 50, 50 feet? feet off the ground. I wouldn't want to be 15 feet off so the ground. So they weren't, they were they not weren't that, that high. They were not that high. That's like at the top of like climb Nittany. Not even. Like mm-hmm. a little a little bit more, but still. In the, in the bouldering area. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It is crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel about that? I, I think honestly, like if you were to fall at 15 feet with like that much slack in the rope and yeah. you hit the ground... That's terrifying. Yeah, so I know. I would prefer to be at the fifty feet. I would much prefer to be at the fifty feet. Like, mm-hmm. especially like outdoors. Like, if like say like I'm say like I'm the one climbing and you need to catch me. Yeah. Like, if we're fifteen off the ground, I'm I'm hitting the ground. Yeah. And it's like, <sighs> sure, I'll be fine. Do I want to hit the ground? No. no. Will you yeah. probably break something? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Or like a twist, a twist probably, at least a or like twist. a fracture. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you're falling onto rock or like. I mean, like grass, maybe. Yeah, or like but. it's like also too like just like rough terrain can easily like like shift one of them bones and that's it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next part of the article actually talks about a specific section of the climb, which I thought was really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. the, this part of the climb was called the Yellow Wall. Okay. Um, so it was actually a five point eleven or harder section. Okay. Um, and in the section, Drew is basically around the corner Mm -hmm. um so wilbur can't see him and okay he power screamed Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so wilbur knows that it's kind of going down around the corner (laughs) um kind of crimped for his life because Mm -hmm. if drew fell so would he Oh, right, because I forgot they're they're climbing at the same time. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. So he was struggling with a piece of equipment, um, getting pumped out in the process. This is Drew, that mm-hmm. is. So um, he's struggling to get the piece of equipment. He gets it. He fires off around the arete, mm-hmm. makes the hold. Um, but had he fallen, it would have been a 50-foot pendulum. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Immediately. We are not time climbing. No, I do not no, want to no, climb. No, no, no. Yep. I'm glad we stay on the wall for, for five days <laughs> while traversing. Yep. Otherwise, though, it was a pretty cruisy climb. Um, like I said, between 5'9 and 5'10, nothing too horrible. Um, the other thing is that the rock was cover- covered with this potato chip-like lichen. Lichen? Lichen. What is lichen? Like what a moss. Lichen? Oh, okay. Like a I fungus. See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that green, like crispy. It's the stuff. green stuff. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The crispy stuff. Yeah. yeah. The cr- mm-hmm. It looks like chips. It does look like chips. It, it looks like chips. Green chips. Yeah. I've never seen moss that looks like green chips. Well, <laughs> it was seventy percent of the route. So, <laughs> but yeah, so it covered seventy percent of the route. Oftentimes, they would spend minutes digging lichen and dirt off the route. Oh wow. Um. So they don't necessarily recommend the route if you're um, one who likes a particularly clean climb. Um, oh, okay. JJ just showed me a picture. Yeah. Now I know what y'all are talking about. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, by the end, they anticipated the traverse to take around three days. Um, and by the second day, they were sick of traversing. Um, Wilbur still had some fire in him, but Herder... Um, actually is diabetic, so he was getting low blood sugar. Oh, that's not good. No, mm-hmm. not good at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but he ate a granola bar. They made a push to the finish line um, that second night, and they actually traveled further than 67 pitches. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, the final pitch um, was a mossy, was mossy choss, and Ben was 
pretty psyched. Um, he made it to 69 pitches, mm-hmm. which is super cool. And at the end, they said um, this pretty cool quote. Quote, we're not going down just yet, Wilbur said. There's more garbage over there. <laughs> End quote. Jesus. <laughs> so they actually enjoyed climbing through yeah. all of, like the lichen and the dirt and um I don't know, kind of persevering through it all. I so. mean, like, yeah, because even like when I go when I go back home, unfortunately, in eastern Pennsylvania, there's not as much developed climbing. Uh, most of the climb, most of the, like the outdoor bouldering that I've done in the Promised Land is yeah. all choss. Like, it's all like this mossy kind of you know very simple like v1 to v2 boulder oh yeah um but it's like it kind of sucks because i really wanted to like develop like the space mm-hmm. um but it's just it's hard for one person to do so i can definitely like understand like how yeah. grueling that must be yeah mm-hmm. and it's it's not necessarily like you can maintain a two mile no like you know what i'm no, saying you can't yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so understandable they had to go through all that very understandable yeah. especially like if, if other people are nearby too like the last yeah. thing yeah you want the last thing you want to be doing is like cleaning up yeah and like getting in their way yeah yeah mm-hmm. definitely makes sense overall <laughs> very cool stuff i definitely cool. i think i don't think it would be my first multi-pitch no no <laughs> but maybe it's something a little a little more calm to start <laughs> maybe something that doesn't take two days <laughs> maybe not but i don't know i think it would be a great a great thing to try out one day. I totally agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sick. I would love it. Cry ghost trip. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we going right. to New York. We going to New York. <laughs> Pack your bags. We're going to New York. <laughs> Digit wants to say something. Actually, something that you guys probably know is that I am um, the FISU um, Collegiate World Cup is occurring in Albany, New York. Albany, New York. So if you guys want to make a trip to New York, I will be. And if you guys want to accidentally tag along and then we accidentally do a little bit of climbing here and there. <laughs> when? When? When is this? When? Sometime in May. Oh, uh, mm, that's soon. <laughs> that is really soon. That's real soon. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to move on to our, our main topic? I'm ready. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> this is our last episode of season two. Ah! um so last season me and emma did a reflections episode Mm -hmm. um it it was something that i've always wanted to to do every single every single season Mm -hmm. like i think it allows us to reflect i think it allows us to look at like some of the good times and the bad times (laughs) um and overall just like get generally get better at like how we can improve at running this podcast and also give our viewers like a little bit of a sense of like what we're doing here what we hope to do and if you know if y'all's i don't know i guess like aspects i guess align with ours and if not you can at least learn learn a little bit more of like where we're coming from right so i told macy to (laughs) get get some questions up going for us Mm -hmm. i typed up my own questions jj also provided some questions and we're just gonna be having like kind of like a round table event for the next 40 minutes (laughs) (laughs) all right a little socratic seminar a little socratic seminar yes (laughs) all right start off off kid all right. I, I started with some more specific questions about mm-hmm. like episodes themselves. Yeah. Um, before we I know some of your before we kind of get I know a lot of your questions are more like um, based on kind of the outlook of the whole season. Yeah. So let's just start with most interesting accident. I don't I didn't um, want to <laughs> be like best accident. Best accident. <laughs> that um, sounds a little. I think, but, but most interesting. You know what I mean. Yeah, no, I definitely do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably one of the most interesting accents that we've happened is the one with with uh, Carol Bauman, um, mm-hmm. with with the Naked Edge. How she, um, 
how she like her repel device basically popped out and she was somehow able to grab a rope mm-hmm. and like survive that's I think- exactly the one i was gonna say <laughs> yep <laughs> i that something about that like just i don't know i can't imagine how scary it must have been mm-hmm. and i can't um, also imagine ever having the mental strength that she had to be able to do something like that i know but it's also like something we talk about regularly that should not happen yeah like it just should it is a complete freak show that she survived respectfully yeah 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 complete i have no idea how that woman survived i don't either i'm very glad that she did I, like mm-hmm. talk about pure reflexes uh, but legit yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah mm-hmm. i think that was probably Crazy. the most interesting one Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, how about how about biggest takeaway from accidents? I think we've we've gone over this a few <laughs> we've times. Gone over this a few times. <laughs> I mean, like generally for me, it's it's developing the mental strength to be ready for anything. Okay. Um, it's making sure that that not only I'm doing everything right, but to make sure that you're doing everything right. Right. Um, to make sure that at the end of the day, like even like indoor climbing, because we've covered, I, I know, I think in the beginning of the podcast, we covered a few indoor climbing accidents. Um, mm-hmm. I think generally speaking, it's, it's much better to be annoying about like your, your pre-safety <laughs> checks. But at the end of the day, those pre-safety checks allow everybody to go home. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, you, so, yeah. you can never take too much time. You can never, yeah. Checking your, checking your risk your management. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, for for me, it was definitely um, never showing up empty-handed, <laughs> never showing up unprepared, yeah, mm-hmm. never showing up underprepared. Mm-hmm. Or, I think that was also Emma's takeaway last yeah. last season too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. But um, yeah, just having adequate equipment, having mm-hmm. the right amount of, of equipment, knowing what all your equipment does, mm-hmm. trusting could, your I, equipment, trusting your equipment. Mm-hmm. I could go on, but like, yeah, yeah just. I think mine's that more like tangible aspect of just having everything you could absolutely ever need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess, oh, that's the wrong person. That's not who I meant to text. <laughs> who am I meaning to text? Macy. There you are. <laughs> um, Mace, um, yes. is what are your biggest goals for future seasons? My biggest goals. This is a very good question. Um, in terms of like, producing i think we've streamlined it a lot Mm -hmm. um which is great i think a goal for like that portion of it would just be to you know keep up my end of the stick make sure i'm like posting Mm -hmm. and doing all that sort of thing helping you with edit like anything with editing that you may need Mm -hmm. um just making the process easier yeah um but in terms of goals for like content Mm -hmm. um i would I love the flow that we have right now yeah. where we do news, accident, and a main topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be fun to like switch up the flow a little bit next season. Maybe. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe like throw in a new section. Okay. Um, not that I've necessarily thought of a new <laughs> section to add. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah. And I, I really like the idea of series. Yeah. Like I love that we did an accident series mm-hmm. um, and that it was like um, in accordance with like the... Um, climbing.com yep. series yep. so that you yep. can kind of watch the episode then go find the article mm-hmm. um i liked that a lot so if we could do another sort of like series type thing i think mm-hmm. that'd be fun yeah but, i agree i think yeah. the series was pretty fun it did limit me a little bit in terms of like true because like there were like some really interesting accents that happened that i saw like while we were in the accident series that's and I was true like, dang it <laughs> come on <laughs> um but no i definitely i definitely think it's something that i want to go into next semester too especially um training series i'd love to look into or like even just general like um 
you know, like just general like competition series or just like even what we're kind of planning over the summer where yeah. you and me and Emma are having like little these little mini takeovers and JJ too <laughs> um, are having we're all having the, these little mini takeovers and like these little 15 minute like deep dives. I don't know into what we're doing. Yeah. Um, I think overall, like overall, I'm really excited to see if we do get a new like a new series or a new segment of the podcast. Like what would that look like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we will we'll go back and forth. We'll go back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the coolest news story? that we told all of the ukrainian stories i was thinking about I this was earlier literally <laughs> gonna say that <laughs> i i know i i really i think it not only for us for us as americans it allowed us to kind of like reflect uh just kind of like in the situation that we're living in mm-hmm. right now and just generally like you know be be a little bit thankful that we're not like in a war um yes but at the same time too it allowed us to kind of more deeply connect with members of our own community mm-hmm. um, in this sport um, over a very horrific thing that's going on and be able to just, I don't know, just take their stories and like also just and like, I don't know, help them help them get their story yeah. out, which for me as a filmmaker is one of my biggest goals is to tell other people's stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being like being able for free for us, bring that onto the podcast, um, I think was probably one of my favorite things to talk about because despite it being so horrific, um, I know it's still doing an impact um, the more and more we talk about it and mm-hmm. the more and more we we refuse to let others be silenced, the more and more growth will continue to happen. Right. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Right. I totally agree. And mm-hmm. like, I think that in, in terms of the climbing aspect, it's um, interesting to see what this skill in life like really does for you. Yeah, like in the situations I've... where you where you will need it, mm-hmm. it will like it will come into play and it oh, will help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that aspect of it was very interesting too. Yeah, I I agree, mm-hmm. especially with the aspect of staying calm and you know just generally being able to be able to keep that composure. Yeah, you know, I I definitely agree. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you learned that you weren't expecting to? Um. I've I've learned a lot. I've okay. learned honestly. I think I take the risk management aspect of climbing a lot more seriously now. <laughs> okay, not, not that I never took it Let's seriously. Grow. <laughs> not this is not to say that no, I never no, took it seriously before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the fact that we do go over accidents weekly, mm-hmm. and there's like a million more that we don't cover. Yeah, I really truly see like the importance of of making sure that you are doing everything correctly mm-hmm. like climbing is never considered a, a safe sport yeah um so just taking everything a little more seriously in terms of that aspect yeah um I, i've learned i i want to say i've learned a lot about like my conversational skills <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to like no, podcasting i've learned this too every time mm-hmm. i go every time i tell somebody about the podcast this is going to sound a little bit egotistical i'm very sorry <laughs> But like I tell somebody about the podcast and they're like, oh, you have a podcast voice. I legit <laughs> think that my voice is the most annoying voice I've ever heard in my own life. <laughs> like I, I, I have like this un- very unnaturally like boyish tone, but that's also like super high pitched. So like I've always mm-hmm. grown up like not being like being a little bit more insecure about my voice. <laughs> and then all of a sudden people were like, you have a really you nice love it. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, you have a really nice voice for podcasting. We had a random like uh we had A Z in here that uh at one point during the season. Um A Z is one of JJ's uh friends who does a lot of the youth um climbing and literally like her and her dad were in here 
and they're like wow this is very nice and i was like <laughs> okay you know yeah um, so definitely it, it, it it's nice it's nice learning new things mm-hmm. about myself yeah i'm swinging my legs right now <laughs> <laughs> just just gaining more confidence in how yeah. i talk too mm-hmm. jj has something to say JJ had this. Uh, speaking of which caroline your confidence because of this podcast and then also because of your exec roles has like skyrocketed it, like, yeah mm-hmm. it is like unfathomable on like who you are now in comparison to who you were and like oh, it's so good it's so yeah nice. yeah it's so great I think about this. There's there's just been a lot going on in general in my life. And, you know, looking back, I don't think I would be able to recognize myself, um, which I think is, is a good thing. And I would yeah. say the same thing about you, too. Yeah. Um, both of you. <laughs> Definitely like getting to know JJ throughout all these years. We've proven both of ourselves to be to be a fantastic team mm-hmm. and <laughs> and um, especially with with you, Mason, especially like being. <laughs> Being a little bit younger than me, I like immediately assumed like this like big sister role where I was like, I know this kid. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I you love know, it. <laughs> I know. Um, so yeah. 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 For sure. Oh, is it my turn? I think it is your turn. Okay. Yeah, it is your turn. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that you wish we covered more of? I'm not sure. Yeah. I think I think my mind immediately went to the Ukrainians more. Um, just mm. because like I don't think you can ever not cover enough you know from from that aspect Mm -hmm. i think generally maybe just kind of like i would have liked to go a little bit more into training this this season um yeah but i mean like it was also a bit challenging just because of like there wasn't that money competitions i don't think i yeah the only type of training i did really was for the boulder bowl and that was about it Mm -hmm. um and then we talked a little bit about your training for divisionals right um but at the end of the day i think I think if I had to go into anything more next next season, it would be like those kind of more things, like more specifics on training, more specifics about uplifting other climbers' voices in the community. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. right. JJ has something to say. I think the reason for that, though, is just like because we're so new to climbing, we don't know too much about this training. This is also true. Yeah, we so, do not. Yeah. yeah so it's mm-hmm. hard to be able to talk about training when we ourselves are trying to learn how to train people, how to train ourselves and just try this to is, figure out how climbing also works true. in general. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, that that's very true. I am still learning the best ways to train. This is true. Yeah. I, I, I know I can train a lot better. Yeah. But no, me as it's well. It's always a learning process. Me and, as well. Yeah. And it takes it takes a different type of mental strength too to get up to go <laughs> not only to like to get up, but like to go to sleep at like a certain time every oh, day. For sure. Yeah. To wake up at a certain time every day. Especially when you're at college. <sighs> Yeah. Especially when you're at college. Especially when you're at college. <laughs> <laughs> like this summer it will be better. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. It's been it's been difficult being mm-hmm. here. But um, I would have to agree. I do think that it'd be fun to talk about some more training mm-hmm. and more um, like kind of what we're doing with mm-hmm. climbing um, on like a more day to day basis. Yeah. I guess you can only talk about that so much, really. But I think it'd be cool to like highlight other climbers like i think so too you know like, i was thinking about this yeah, yeah when you add like when you said like we should have another section i was like, i, was, I know talking like how do we go we go we go i don't know like a weekly climbers yeah feature. like a weekly highlight yeah we- weekly climbers mm-hmm. highlight yeah which mm-hmm. would be cool that would we kind of cool. just like help share their story yeah yes jj on that note i think um with the idea of like this being crag gals i think um carolyn and i were talking a little bit and we were talking about the idea of like 
the idea of crag gals being more than just like the feminine aspect and how that yes. idea of like non-binary and yes. other people are mm-hmm. also or even men too yeah. like i'm totally like this i think one of the biggest things that i always want to clear up about the show when i tell it to other people is just that like we just want to be the voice like be a not even the voice a voice of women in the climbing community mm-hmm. um and it's kind of one of those things where i i i love our our, our gentlemen our yeah. gentlemen are amazing and we have them on the show very often mm-hmm. um we don't want to ever discredit their stories it's just sometimes you know as a female climber we experience things that are very different than men and mm-hmm. i think it's important to talk about those things yeah. um so yeah and it's yes mm-hmm. it's not meant to exclude their stories no mm-hmm. it's just meant to talk about something that yeah talk about our experience yeah, our experience yeah mm-hmm. yeah very much so yes correct i think it's my turn okay um what has been your favorite moment on crack Gow so far <laughs> oh there's been a lot <laughs> <laughs> Did you have one in mind? This no? is your moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, I asked you, you the question. I know, but you said I asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hard because we have a lot of laughs and I enjoy all of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like we usually get some good laughs out of our spontaneous facts. That's, I think we do too. Yeah, that sparks a lot of conversation. Why am I having trouble remembering what spontaneous if facts I, we talked about? Well, I was about to say one of my favorite moments that we've ever had for me as a sound engineer um, was when you started doing like the over and out jokes. Oh, my because God. Because then I yeah. would have so much fun in post-production, like figuring out how to make your voice sound like a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over um, and out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was a lot of fun for me. Mm-hmm. I remember like hearing that, hearing like it for the first time in post-production. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think the moments that are just like us kind of figuring out what to say next and like that's also like true. <laughs> the by the bystanding moments where we're just mm-hmm. like saying silly stuff like mm-hmm. that's some of my favorite yeah. comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A whoop jump scare <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Your turn. Okay. Um, this is kind of a series of questions. Okay. Um, but they're all, you know, regarding the same thing. So okay. what was the best moment for you as a climber this semester? What did you kind of like take away from it? And mm. did we talk about it on the podcast? Oh, my <laughs> my best probably moment. I have two answers. I have. Okay. Well, I was going to think about when I sent the 511 the other day. Mm-hmm. The 511 minus. I'll do, I'll do both. So mm-hmm. um, I think. What was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite love- moments as a climber. What is the best moment for you as a climber this semester? What did you learn from it? And did we talk about it on the podcast? Okay, so we didn't talk about this on the podcast yet, but um, on on Monday, I sent my first ever 511 Woo! minus. Yeah, so <laughs> um, if you guys remember uh, what me and Emma talked about last season, we were talking about kind of like what we were reflecting on and what our goals were for the season. And I think one of my goals was to be able to send 511 within the next year. Mm-hmm. So now I'm finally breaking into that Let's after go. a very, very long 510 plateau. Mm-hmm. Um, and this goes to show that that the work of training that I'm putting in is indeed coming out. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. And I guess the next the next uh, thing that I would be very proud of is the documentary that that you and I mm-hmm. and JJ worked on. Um, mo- <laughs> mostly me, but um, my my mom texted me again. She did about it. <laughs> yeah. So I'll have to show that to you. Yeah. Remind so me. <laughs> um, I'm hoping to release it by by this weekend, actually. But um, the documentary that me and that that I made for my first project for um my film career um was a is a short film documentary called Finding the Divide. And it was about Macy 
um, kind of like going through this journey of training for divisionals and mm-hmm. just generally, it was her first ever, ever divisional. So the main focus was kind of figuring out like who Macy is as a person, like what, what are her main goals and aspirations in life and then what, how does she react to things like failure? Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the biggest things that I, that I took away was not only like how to be a better filmmaker, like how do I make sure that I'm communicating effectively? How do I portray, portray my subjects in, in the best neutral way possible? Mm-hmm. How do I, you know, make my subject a character pretty much like makes makes it a person but like people don't know that mm-hmm. there's somebody in nebraska watching if, if there's somebody in nebraska like watching the documentary i need to make macy a character yeah pretty much that people can relate to because you know um, me but oh i know you, you know me <laughs> but um, not everybody knows me exactly yeah. and then like how do i take that how do i take that and then put that into a production process and right. it was a very 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 long two weeks of filming where i was doing nothing but like going to practice and just following a r- macy around with a camera <laughs> 90% of which the footage would not be used for. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I think in total we had around eight hours of footage and wow. that created a 15 minute documentary. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gasp. Yeah. Um. So the woman was too stunned to speak. <laughs> um. But yeah, overall during that whole process, I learned how to not only be a better filmmaker, but also like, because right. I was also like belaying you for like almost all of those like weed climbing yeah. scenes. So like learning how to be a better climbing partner, learning how to capture climbing in a way that's consumable for people, mm-hmm. learning how to, you know, in general, just be just be a better climber through my work. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What about you? What's your favorite moment? Um, It's it's going to sound so similar. <laughs> so don't. <laughs> I don't. 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 Don't even. <laughs> um. It's it's a little difficult to think back to the beginning of the semester, to mm-hmm. be honest. But I know what I have done recently, and that is also send that five eleven minus, mm-hmm. um, which I've never I I've flashed it. We both flashed it. Yeah, I've never I've never done anything like that. Never yeah, done also anything that five eleven like minus was a flash. So it was, was a flash. That was crazy that in was, my mind. Yeah. yeah, I've I've climbed plenty of five elevens, but you know not. Not flash, not yeah, yeah. Just in pieces, I've climbed five eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, gotten close, but you know, never, never sent five eleven. So that was really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt we both felt like amazing mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the good thing is too, like that climb was very like my style. Yeah, it was uh, well, my style. Yeah, it was your style too. Yeah, <laughs> it was very much my style. Yeah. So it was yeah. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was really nice. I mm-hmm. love that climb. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a very smooth climb. Mm-hmm. But part of me, part of me, got imposter syndrome immediately afterwards. <laughs> I was like, "Is that a five eleven? That feels too easy for a five eleven. And then I'm like discounting myself. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, I always have to tell myself like, if something felt easy, like, no, that's the grade. Mm-hmm. It was graded that for a reason. Somebody thought that was a five eleven minus. Mm-hmm. They put that there. Like, yeah. you know. So just have to remind yourself. But yeah. And then um, also had a great time doing the documentary as well. Yeah. Obviously, I've never like had any experience like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was really awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I loved every part of it. And I talking like ver- verbalizing a lot of the stuff that I've always been thinking in my head about climbing mm-hmm. 
was actually so nice. Mm-hmm. Like it was so nice to talk about it and share and tell a bit of a story. Mm-hmm. Um, and even getting like my family members involved. Yeah. That was super cool. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was really stressful for me. But, like, <laughs> I'm always just nervous about like asking like my friend's parents stuff. Yeah. Like, Hi, yeah. I'm filming a project. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully now you know that my parents don't care. <laughs> my mom and Dave, <laughs> they are like... Yeah, we stand. We stand them. <laughs> we stand. <laughs> um, um, and yeah, so I had an awesome time with that. Definitely yeah. a lot of like self evaluation, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's anything better we could have done this season? We're getting to the deep stuff now. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> I don't know that we can necessarily control this, mm-hmm. but like just with like having um a set time every week to record. Yeah, because we do struggle a bit with like getting room space yeah that's that is no one's fault like yeah. that is no one's fault at all mm-hmm. but um it would be nice if say like next semester or something we can all find one time every single week, week. Yeah. that works um because oftentimes you know we'll check in at the beginning of the week be like hey what day what time yep. sometimes it goes back and forth yeah it's just difficult um and that's what college is yeah so, exactly yeah but so if we could do that I guess that's one thing. But honestly, like content wise, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So content wise, I'm also pretty happy as well. I think one thing that I definitely could have done better this year was sticking to a very, very strict upload schedule, which Mm -hmm. is something historically I've always struggled with. Yeah. I I don't know why, but my brain just does not like releasing things on time. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's just always something that I've, I've struggled with, not only in this work, but just historically as a student. Mm-hmm. I just can't get it done. So yeah, definitely gonna be working over the summer on figuring out, you know, not only you know going to my doctor and figuring out like what exactly is going on in my brain, um, but mm-hmm. also just in general like figuring out better mechanisms to work more efficiently to get right. things out of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. coming up with those study methods. Yeah, baby. Woo. Wow. None of which work for me. <laughs> okay, I think this is. Oh no, I have two more. Okay. Um, biggest climbing tip we covered to like. In your opinion, uh, to, to you, what is the big, biggest tip, climbing tip for technique, for training, anything that we covered? Uh, Getting more core strength. Definitely getting mm-hmm. more core strength. Yeah. I've vastly underestimated my core strength. And now Me that too. like, even like it comes in, it's starting, it's starting to come in handy for things like running, which I find like absolutely mind blowing. But then also not only core strength, having to not only like have a core strength built specifically for climbing but also using it because yeah. like we've been doing core so much like every single monday wednesday friday we would mm-hmm. do core but if you don't use it on the wall there's oh, no point in doing it it's it's going yeah 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 for sure for sure i think about you i think for me footwork yeah <laughs> shut up <laughs> shut shut your mouth <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to roast me like that. <laughs> the headphones have come off. <laughs> oh my god. That was so funny. Yeah, so <laughs> I really want to swear right now. She said podcast jujitsu. Stop. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> We're gonna get yelled at. Yeah, we are. Okay. Back to podcast mode. Okay. So I would have to say that stop. 
I would have to say that, um, no, I'm not telling you to stop. I'm telling myself to stop. <laughs> um, yeah, footwork is yeah. the biggest thing for me. Because um, a lot of those tips were really helpful. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those tips, I need to take myself. <laughs> I, I gave those tips because I know, like, I know what my footwork should look like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I oftentimes struggle to apply it. So. Yeah. It's just a big thing that I have to work on. And I think that like footwork is a very, very common first beginner climber mistake. Yeah, I agree. Um, not that I'm necessarily. Yeah. JJ's nodding their head. Because when we first start out climbing, like I, I really hope I'm not mansplaining. But when we first start out climbing, we are we're, we're so focused on reaching out and seeing where things go that we tend to forget about our feet. Yeah. yeah. And then also once the feet start going from jugs. To like not jugs to a dual text or chips and jibs, then you're kind of just like, oh, what is sent help? Yeah, I agree. So I think that was like something very good that we talked about. I need to stop playing with that. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then our next question is one of JJ's questions. Oh. Um. What What is your most humbling experience as a climber? Should I go first? If you want, yeah. JJ kind of mentioned that this was like humbling in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm going to have to say when I, when I tell people that like I'm a climber mm-hmm. and I get, I get that reaction. You know what I'm talking about? When people are like, Oh my God, that's so, so cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you just feel so like validated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it's like the, Oh my God, you must be so strong. Yeah. Your arms oh must be insane. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to be like, what? <laughs> Yeah, Should, yeah. I'm, I'm holding up my bicep right now. Yeah, for Macy has Macy has very. You got a huge bicep, bro. Thank you. <laughs> All right, but oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, um, when people are interested in it, mm-hmm. um, because it's, I think it's an, a cool hobby, and I love to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and then also when I introduce people to it, mm-hmm. um, is like so cool. I've introduced friends, mm-hmm. my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom used to climb. She, mm-hmm. ever since the, I started doing it, she's like, now I want to climb again. Mm-hmm. Um, if I see Jen Grove climb, <laughs> I'm going to go mad. <laughs> mad in like such a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even like my mom's boyfriend, Dave, mm-hmm. he's like, I would try it. Mm-hmm. My cousins, I took them. Yeah. So it's just super cool getting everyone involved. In, yeah. Like, something that you love to do and love to talk about. Yeah. I would agree. I definitely... My mom, unfortunately, cannot climb um, mm-hmm. at this point in her life, uh, but it's definitely cool Like when I send her like my little videos and she's starting to come a little bit more to terms with, like, I don't use a rope while bouldering. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> um, even hearing stories from my dad, my dad almost climbed at one point. Wow. Yeah. And like, I remember like, he was like, yeah, like I almost went climbing one time, but like, you know, the schedule is never mind. And my dad was like a very outdoorsy type guy. Okay. Um, And yeah, it was just cool kind of seeing like that, that kind of, I guess like intermix. But I think one of the most humbling moments for me here has been kind of like seeing the climbing community grow. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but seeing people outside of the climbing community grow. So for oh, example, for sure. I've had a bunch of people basically like when 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 i was first starting out like in my film production class i would make little videos of like jj doing normal film like normal climbing things and i would send that and we would view these projects in class mm. and um and people would recognize jj 
And all of a sudden they were like, oh, you're the climber guy. You know, (laughs) you're the climber person. And that's so cool. And it would eventually start coming around where I would see people from my classes starting to show up at the gym. And then Mm. like even then, like people just generally like people in my classes also showing up to like the IM wall or even going to the IM wall and just kind of like doing my normal thing. And people were like, are you you on the team? Like, (laughs) you know, I feel like I've seen you here before. And it's kind of one of those things where. When I first came here, the climbing community was very small, and yeah, it it is amazing to see how almost any night now you can go to the IM building, and it's packed. It's crowded. It's so crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely. It's very humbling to be a part of the executive board and the mission of the executive board, which is to continue like growing climbing yeah. across Penn State. So yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Indeed. All right, your turn. All right, last one. Okay. We actually, we kind of covered this a bit already. Or um, do you want to do the what piece of advice would you give to your past self? Yeah, let's do that. Do okay. End on that one? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. What okay. piece of advice would you give to your past self before we started the season? I would say don't be shy to like express any ideas, any mm-hmm. like new ideas. Yeah. Um, Like kind of coming into it, I honestly were like... I didn't want to be like a person that was like overstepping. Like, I know, <laughs> yeah. Like you know, I was I, getting this one. <laughs> like I was like, I yeah. know. <laughs> I was like, I know this podcast is like your child. Yeah. Your yeah, like mm. you run this show. You love it. <laughs> And I was super happy and excited. Why is it so funny? <laughs> no, it's just funny because like you were very, you you were very chill with everything in the beginning. Oh yeah, and I could tell that like you were just like I. I don't know what I'm doing. Before. Yeah, <laughs> put and me I was in like, coach. I was like, no, please, like I want to hear like your yeah. ideas too. Like now, now you're in it, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's definitely a place where I've grown. Yeah, which is which is good. And I mean, obviously, we've just become like really good friends. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> so it's easier to like talk to you. But yeah, um, yeah. So I would have told my past self to just like really get into it, mm-hmm. like get into it, find climbing stories, find accident stories Mm -hmm. um think of some cool ideas to talk about during our main body um and just suggest them and like going with that open mind Mm -hmm. that we're just kind of like a soundboard for each other yeah um and that any idea is a valid idea Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for me yeah (laughs) for me i would probably say two things one um don't be afraid to like, don't be afraid to, like, ask for some help. Because I was very apprehensive about asking you and Emma for help in regards to social media. Mm. And the main reason was that is because I just generally have controlling issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I just generally, like, I like running everything myself. I totally and, understand that. And it's like, I, I don't know. I feel like also inviting you two on, like, I felt like I shouldn't have to put any extra work on you both because oh. because I invited you on. Like, I should be the person providing everything for this podcast I for see. it to be successful successful mm-hmm. and at the end of the day that's that's just kind of unrealistic especially it in is. the society that we live in it's, it's because sure i can invite you on here and i think it i don't think it was a bad idea to have you guys not do anything but at the same time though we're in this together like mm-hmm. we're a team and i know both you and emma still wanted to be involved and it's a two you know it's like a two-person podcast for a reason yeah also. like mm-hmm. I, like the other person ha- does have to put in some work in order for it to be like sure as cohesive as possible yeah definitely i agree and um yeah so it was just kind of like when i remember when we brought this up at one of our meetings i was like so <laughs> would you guys mind if we like ran if you guys ran some social media and you guys were like 
Heck yes, immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put me on the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, TikTok, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I already run another one, so yes. let me do it. So um, that was pretty fun. And then the next piece of advice that I would I would give myself would, like, don't be afraid to, like, be a leader. Like, don't be afraid oh, yeah. to... Not necessarily, like, I'm not going to speak like, the, author- the authoritarian route, but, like, don't be afraid to, like... Um, don't be afraid to, like, direct people and, like 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 a like a like respectable manner mm-hmm. like if i need if i need like macy to do notes or if i need macy to be like hey can you put in like your your little segment for the accident mm-hmm. that's fine i was always very worried about that and like <laughs> because like, i don't ever want to like you know interrupt y'all like during yeah. your school days um i just boy. <laughs> whatever you like somebody need to do their section or something uh-huh. you'd always be like hey i'm so sorry <laughs> can you please <laughs> Which I'm the same way. So oh I, yeah, I totally understand. <laughs> it's the voice crack from me. <laughs> the same, same way. way. I totally understand. That. <laughs> um, but yeah, just don't be afraid to ask those things in a in a respectful manner. And um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like this podcast is all of our babies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, don't be afraid to ask for help for in, sure in that leadership way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> man shut up (laughs) it's been a blast grove it has been a blast it's been a blast well thank you all so much for watching crag gals um this is our final reflections episode so um feel free to go back and listen to our previous episodes we'll have some episodes coming out later in the summer um just kind of like these little little short things we'll explain along the way yeah um but yeah, don't 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 unfollow us. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got um, more content for you. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> our climbing news for today was about the new um, about the new nine thousand foot long um, route. Yeah, ascend in um, in the Schottengunks in New York City. Not New York City, New York, in New York, in New York, <laughs> um, in the city, in the city. Um, and then lastly, we gave our reflections and mm-hmm. just generally. Um oh one last question. Oh what what are your biggest goals in in climbing for for next semester? <gasps> um I would like to be okay so I want to train hard this summer. Mm-hmm. Um and I'd like to be climbing like a grade better on both um two two mm-hmm. two grades better okay. on both Boulder and <laughs> JJ. I'm, I would like to do two grades better on boulder mm-hmm. so what i climb like four or five right now yeah so you want to go so, like six seven yeah yeah nice yeah. um and then um again for top rope go from like five eleven to five twelve nice yeah i would say by the end of the year i would like to send a couple more five elevens i still think it's a little bit unrealistic to get a five twelve at this point yeah um but like you said, I would like to train a lot harder and, um, yeah. yeah, Train definitely. a lot harder, get jacked, be ready for divisionals mm-hmm. by be next huge. year. Yeah. Be huge. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Simply. Little, little tank, you know? <laughs> um, and, um, oh, I would also like to be able to comfortably lead a 510. Oh, nice. Um, however, I'm going to be sending my first 510 hopefully next Friday. So Yay! We'll see. Um, but, yeah. All right. Overall, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, that's our reflections episode. JJ wants to say something real quick. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, okay. Um, but um, thanks guys for for listening. Yes, thank you so much for listening. Peace out, y'all. See you in the summer. See you in the <laughs> summer. See you in the summer. Rock on. Rock on.
over and out. <laughs>